have a beer. Thanks. Let's, I will. Let's chase the blues away. I don't think it's chasing the blues away. I think it's just pushing that feeling just away. <laughs> <laughs> just shoving it down further That's and further. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children over the age of 21, it's the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm Steve, and I'm joined here with Adam. Hello, Steve. Hello, Adam. This is episode 43, isn't it? Yeah, it is, boy. Okay. I'm not going to make a sports reference for this episode. Uh, Good, because I wouldn't get it anyway. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you would. 43 is a pretty good number for that. Uh, All right, well, then throw one out. Give, Give me a softball. Richard Petty. Oh, yeah, okay, I, I know who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Troy Polamalu. <laughs> oh, he was, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're oh, from okay. Pittsburgh. Come on, you have to know that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, after you say it, I get it. Right. It's not something I keep in the access banks. <laughs> no, that's fair. No, that's fair. I get that. Yes. Sorry, that one that one is out of the way, so we are good to go on that front. All right, excellent. We're yes. episode 43, and I guess we should pick a theme for 43. We should. And I think this one's pretty easy because we're all sick of it. Yeah. Even I'm sick of it, and I usually <laughs> love it. <laughs> no, I'm sick of it, too. Um, but this week's theme is going to be snow. <laughs> yes. We've been buried. We have been buried in, personally, uh, for me, the worst month of the year. Yeah. January. You just hate it. It's it's all, it's all It's a month of Mondays. Okay. That's all it is. I mean, a, a lot of people usually say that about February, but... I don't know. January's worse. I, I think they're both interchangeable. Because at least with February, you know that the next month is March, uh-huh. which at least gives you that hope of spring. Fair enough. January, you got squadoosh. Fair enough. There's, fair just, enough. there's just more coming. I feel like I feel like a lot of people hate February more than January because like they're they're still all that they're still all hyped up off the New Year's. Nah. So, well, I mean, I mean that's you, but I'm saying a lot of people still have like that hope and glimmer that 2018 is going to be better. <laughs> I can make it a good one this time. Yeah, no. this one's going to be a good go. <laughs> I think a lot of regular people still have that. I, I, not you and not me. <laughs> the the only good thing that I can get you coming out of January is birthdays. That's about it. I know a lot of people have January birthdays. That's about it. I don't. Don't worry. I'll, I'll give you a couple. Okay. Not now. Well, how about instead of giving me January birthdays, you give us our first beer? Okay. Our first beer comes from the good people of Southern Tier, mm-hmm. uh, of Lakewood, New York fame. Who are probably even more buried than us. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they are effect. <laughs> in the snow belt. Yeah. Uh, we are moving in with the Southern Tier Old Man Winter. Mm. Old Man Winter has set in. Yes. So we have to, I can't even say celebrate, because I don't want to celebrate <laughs> winter, but we must acknowledge. Yeah, you got to acknowledge it. See, I usually, like, I'm usually into winter and snow and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. something about this year, I am just, <laughs> it's too much. It went too It went too hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too much too fast. Too much too fast. It went too hard. <laughs> so this is a winter ale, uh, spiced accordingly. Uh, your ABV clocks in at 7.5. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so it's a, you know, it's a good one, a good pushing, evening yeah, beer. Yeah, pushing, yeah. yeah. Uh, IBU is 57. Okay. So not terribly high, but yeah, I assume there's going to be a little bit of bitterness here. Okay. So why don't I crack this open? Let's pour this bad boy out. Uh, let's take a look at this. Uh, head. Um, minimum. Yeah, minimum and off-white. Uh, 
bigger bubbles rather than any smaller bubble like you would with a nitro or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, color, I'd give it a darkish copper. Yeah. Yeah, you're approaching, well, I would say even darker than a bronze. Yeah. 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 And it has like a nice reddish hue to it. Mm-hmm. Reddish, reddish, orangish. Yeah. Good looking beer. Yeah. Real good looking. Good looking beer. A uh, little bit of effervescence in it. Bubbly. It's got the bubbly. Yeah. On the nose, there's a lot of malt in there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I expect this to be a, a malty beer. But I'm also smelling just a little bit of hop. Kind of reminds me of an English beer. Yeah. Not an old English. No, that's, not an old. It's <laughs> a whole different category. That's not beer. That's malt liquor. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to give this a rip. Yeah, me too. That's not bad. No, I like that. It's not bad. Uh, what I what I like about it is, well, number one, I'm a malty kind of guy. Yeah. It, it's definitely a malty beer. With the IBUs up in the 50s, I was kind of expecting a little bit more on the bitter side, like maybe on the finish. Didn't get any of that. I got a little bit of bitterness, but it's like hardly anything to really write home about. Right. I, there is a little bit of a bitter on on the front end towards the, you know, the middle. You know, it kind of is topped by some bitterness, but it doesn't overpower by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives you that bitter and then gone. It also kind of yeah. pops up a little bit. It also seems to have like a little bit of spice to it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I was trying to see if there's anything on the bottle about that. Uh, about what it would be spiced with? Yeah, I'm assuming it's nutmeg and maybe a little bit of cinnamon in there. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I like it. You know what? It's enjoyable. I, yeah. Yeah, I I think they named it correctly. Yeah. I think this one would be more enjoyable if it warms up a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah this, think, this was pulled pretty much straight from the fridge. Yeah, this one, we poured this one a little cold, but I'm hoping it... Uh, we can we can slow down the, the sipping a little bit. Well, yeah, I was, just, I was just really getting at the fact that I just don't want things that are cold right now. <laughs> no, and I completely understand that because yeah. it's like eight degrees outside right, right. now. <laughs> I don't need more cold. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm half tempted to turn this into a hot chocolate podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Well, Sam's not here to say no. Right. I know. So let's do that. <laughs> Switch it up. <laughs> um, so why don't we let this warm up a little bit? Yes. What do you say we get in some news and notes? Yeah. We got news and notes. Just we, things happening. Be bopping around. It seems like we need some sort of introductory song with that news and notes. One day, we'll one day somebody will put production in. <laughs> one day. That day is not today. Uh, I have to go license a stinger or something, <laughs> <laughs> or learn Fruity Loops or Bandcamp or whatever. I used to have Fruity Loops on the computer back in college. Yeah. Yeah. I was terrible at it. Oh, was Gave that back in your DJ days? Yeah, on the ones and twos. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do you have, do you want to go first or? Oh, sure. Okay, you go ahead, go. Okay, so the good people of Untapped, I'm sure you're quite familiar with it. I'm, I don't know. They're kind of a passing ship in the night with me anymore. <laughs> I'm hardly <laughs> on there. Really? Yeah, I don't even have the new update yet. You should probably get the new update. Yeah. It's pretty uh, not terrible. I know. Well, I mean, every time they update it, they add a bit more to, you know, play around with. Right. Right. I mean, that makes sense. So, the good people of Untapped. Okay. Uh, they released a list of the top 10 most checked in craft beers of 2017. Okie doke. And I am really glad that Sam is not here because there is one particular 
entry that Sam would not like, and I don't want to get in with it. I don't want to get into it with him. I'm going to guess. Topic. Okay, can I guess? Yeah. Can I can I guess a couple of these? Absolutely. I, I, think, I think this might be a little fun for me for a little bit. Yes, yes, Okay, definitely. so I'm going to guess the most checked in. Yes, and, um, and this is... This is uh, the most checked in, it's not highest rated, right, right, rated right. or anything like that. And another caveat, it is craft beer. Yeah. So the Bud Lights, the Miller Lights, the Coors Lights are out. Okay, gone. good. Gone. Yeah. So I think the most checked in, if I had to guess. Sure. Because it was also rated, yeah, it was rated the number one beer. Okay. Uh, Bell's Two Hearted. So it is not number one on the list. But is it on the list? It is appropriately number two on the list. Okay. I still got that one, though. Yeah. No, that's definitely yeah, a check. Yeah. That's I'm a just check. trying to get it on the list. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. One that Sam would hate that would probably either be a Yingling or a Leinenkugel. Um, just regular Yingling lager? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that came in at number three. Yeah. The, um, the Yingling traditional lager. Okay. And I don't want to get into that conversation. Yeah, that's there. fine. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess there's probably at least one Sam Adams on that list. Which one? Um, I don't, again, it's just gonna be the traditional logger, I bet. So, uh, surprisingly, no. Okay, no, no Sam Adams at all. No Sam Adams at all in the top ten. Oh, interesting. So interesting. I'll, I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more guess to see if you can yeah, hit yeah. the target. I'll give you a redemption round. Okay, let's. I'll, I'll take one more guess and then we'll just go through it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Oh, poop, poop, poop. The clock is ticking. The stone. Oh, I wanted to say something by stone, but mm. throw one out there. I yeah, sure. The stone ruination. No. Okay. No, there is a stone beer on there. We'll get to that. Okay. Let, let me run through the list here. I'll I'll start from ten. I'll go to one. Okay. In the number ten spot, you have the stone stone ripper. Okay. So you got the, you got a brewery on there. Yeah, so yeah. you're good on that front. Number nine, the Founders KBS. Really, the most checked seat. All right, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all right. It, it, the there is actually a, a bit of a method to that madness, uh, because ordinarily, if you're drinking a lot of the same beer, mm-hmm. you're not going to check it in again and again. True. However, if you find a somewhat rare beer, rare beer, or you know something yeah. that is, you unique, always want to talk about it. You're definitely going to want to check it in because yeah. oh, I found it, or oh, this is really good. I have to check this in. Yeah, I got it again. I got it again. Yep, and I think that's how the KBS gets into the top ten. Yeah, people want to check in their entire four pack and right. Okay. Yeah, uh, number eight, Cigar City has an entry. Oh, okay. Cigar City out of Florida. They have. I have no idea how to pronounce this. The Jai Arai? High Alai? High Arai? Is it the High Alai? Yeah, it's the High Alai. Oh, the High Alai. Like yeah. the game, High Alai. Yeah, like the game, High Alai. That's oh. how you spell it. Is that really how you spell it? Mm-hmm. That's oh. how you spell High Alai. Well, I hope that I never get hit in the head with a High Alai ball, because <laughs> that shit is wicked. Well, you'll never spell it again. <laughs> it's 100 miles an hour, and I think it's just made of Chloe and rocks. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just a death ball. So, in the seventh position, Dogfish Head has their, their entry. 60-minute IPA. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. In the sixth position, BrewDog. Mm. I have never had anything from BrewDog. Um, it's a little... They're a little sparse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking at 
I can find it in Ohio. Again, with the Ohio connection. Yeah. I can't find it here, but they're, they're punk IPA. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it's because we talked about it on an episode, I believe episode 25. We That's talked a good about, memory. Yeah. We talked about their, uh, their end of the world. Okay. Beer. Oh, that's right. And they had that partnership with the Columbus Brewery. I that's, forget the name of it at the moment. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. But I think that partnership is actually carried on, and they're now producing some Brewdog beers. Okay. In uh, yeah, I actually just had one. I can't remember the name of it. I, it was all right. It was forgettable. Okay. Well, <laughs> it, it was a session ale, so I yeah. I so, just wanted to try one to see if it was good. It was pretty good. Though. Apparently, their their uh, punk IPA is is yeah. pretty damn good. That's not the one I had. Okay. So, uh, New Belgian has their first entry onto the list in number five, Fat Tire. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, also a New Belgium entry, it's their Voodoo Ranger IPA. Yeah, that series was pretty it, That was pretty pop. You couldn't swing yeah. a dead cat without hitting one. <laughs> I could actually still find some, so. <laughs> number three, Yingling. Mm. We talked about mm-hmm. that one. Number two, we also talked about Bell's Two-Hearted IPA. Yeah, that's, a, that's probably one of the best IPAs. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And it, I don't mind drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it. I can't hate it that much. And the number one okay. uh, comes from the the good people of Founders. They had two entries on the list. That makes sense. They're all-day IPA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which absolutely makes sense because that's a very, very drinkable beer. Yeah. You can drink a bunch of them. So yeah. if somebody's getting in on a, you know, a session... Right. They're just going to check it in five, six times, and that'll rack them up. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I just saw a post on Twitter by them, and they had, uh, they were just showing off the pallets of beer cans they have. Oh, okay. And, like, all-day IPA. And I think, like, every pallet was equivalent to a couple thousand cans. Oh, my. Yeah. They were, like, 20 across, uh, 21 high. I think they might have been, like, 15 deep. That's a lot of hooch. Yeah. (laughs) So they're yeah they're putting that shit out yeah. a lot yeah. and and I don't blame them one bit no don't blame them one bit cool so there yeah. you go there's your top ten yeah I, most of that makes sense to me yeah yeah the the KBS I think I think there might be some number fudging I think there might be I think some people might be saying they're getting things when they ain't getting them yeah but why did you do that <laughs> to seem cool I guess. <laughs> To seem cool. <laughs> Nobody's like checking on you when you use Untapped. I could check in three CBSs right in a row. Nobody's just, just digging through somebody's trash. Where's this bottle? Yeah. You said you had it. I want to see the bottle. Right. Cool, cool. All right. Well, uh, that's interesting. I have a news story myself. Okay. Um, this one kind of broke earlier in the week. Okay. Uh, I doubt you saw it because it's not a brewery you care about. <laughs> okay. That sounds like somebody that brews a lot of IPAs. Yes. Okay. Uh, but Green Flash. Uh, is, ah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah. All already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Green Flash. No, I don't care. Uh, but Green Flash is going to be reducing their workforce by fifteen percent, and they're going to be pulling distribution from thirty-three states. Really? Yeah. What's the reasoning behind that? Well, uh, this is the first case of. I, I I'm assuming the first case. Of a national craft brand that is finding too much competition, and it's become financially uh, not worth them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? There, there. Yeah, there's a now enough craft breweries to compete. And they're just saying, you know what? Enough's enough. Yeah. We're just gonna go back down to a regional brew. Right. And just big fish, small pond. More or less. Wow. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, because, I mean, you're talking... Green Flash was one of the first ones to distribute to all 50 states. Right. Uh, and when you think of... I mean, we kind of had that conversation last week when we were talking about the Prairie Christmas Ale Bomb. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how it's surprising that Oklahoma, of all states... Right. <laughs> it's just not one you really think about. Right. You know, but Oklahoma, of all states, is putting out beer that is really competitive. Mm-hmm. So competitive that it's now reached Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> and it's really fucking good. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and th- that's actually one of the states that uh, Green Flash will be pulling out of. It is Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is, yeah. is Pennsylvania affected? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay then. All right. Yeah. So, uh, I I can give you the, the quick list of 17 states. Sure. Uh, or I can just mention the ones that are more affected in our listenership. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if you live in PA, Ohio, New York, New Jersey, Delaware... Uh, you're not. Don't worry. Okay. We're still getting Green Flash. Uh, what they're doing is, because they are a national brewery, mm-hmm. they're one of the ones that has, like, two distribution and brewing points. Okay. So they have their original brewing point in San Diego. Right. And then they have another one in Virginia Beach. So they're going to, both of those are going to stay open. They're just going to reduce the workforce. They're going to reduce workforce, and they're going to reduce the distribution overall. Okay. So, yeah, like, pretty much the East Coast is still cool. You know, like I said, New Jersey, New York. So it sounds like all the flyover states are getting screwed. More or less, yeah. Like, I think they're they're still going to do Nebraska and Texas. Nebraska's an odd choice. Texas, I get. Nebraska makes sense to me. Really? Uh, they don't have a I don't. I, I can't think of a lot of craft brewery. Of course, up until a few weeks ago, Prairie was the same thing. Yeah. Prairie, to me, is Oklahoma brewing. Uh, I've been to a nano brewery in Nebraska. Okay. And it was bad, so. (laughs) (laughs) Granted, it was just one, but. You can't judge an entire state. I can't judge an entire state by just one experience, but I don't know how many exist in Nebraska, actually, so. Wow, yeah. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. So I think Nebraska still, you know, makes sense for them to distribute to. Uh, They're still going to distribute to Colorado. That's kind of weird to me. Uh, and you would think you would think they would stop distribution of that one because it's so competitive. But I think right. because they love craft beer so much, you know, sales aren't really hurting. I guess so. In, I guess in I, Colorado, and, and since they are kind of one of the OGs, right? In that in that regard, I could I could see that just to kind of maintain, just to sort of keep face. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it makes sense that they're still going to be distributing there, but uh, yeah, for the most part. Uh, they're they're cutting everything down, huh? But uh, don't worry, Adam. You'll still be able to get your pallet record. Yeah, I'll, I'll still be able to uh, not buy it. <laughs> I'll still be able to ignore all that. Yep. <laughs> there has to be a beer out there that Green Flash makes that I would like. Yeah, I think so. The the Serrano uh, Chili Stout. I have to find it then. Yeah. Let me guess. You can find it in Ohio. No, no. We had it at the. Uh, the Winter Beer Fest in Pittsburgh. Was that Green Flash? Yeah. Was that really? Yeah. Oh, no, I did like that one. <laughs> Are you yeah. sure? No, I'm positive. Oh. Yeah. There was only a couple pepper beers. No, I that. know. Yeah. I know. And, and I, I did there wasn't one that I didn't like. Yeah, Green Flash had one and Was I, it uh Saranac? No. No, not Saranac. I believe Shorts. Shorts? Did Sagatuck have one? Oh no, yeah, it was Sagatuck, not Shorts. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was Green Flash and Sagatuck. They both had uh, pepper beers. Damn it. Yeah. Okay, then. Problem solved. Yeah. I found a beer from Green Flash that I like. Yeah, Green Flash was a dark one, and uh, Sagatuck is a light, uh, kind of a light amber. Yeah. 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 
Well, good on you, Green Flash. You found one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got more. It's just you hardly ever see them out there. True, way. true. It's always IPAs that you see from them. So what do you think of this bad boy, the Old Man Winter? This one I like. I like it. I, I, it's definitely fitting for the season. Yes. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is definitely a hunker-down beer where you're in your cabin and you're hunkering down for the evening, mm-hmm. watching the snowfall. I think if you had a couple of these... Everything would be right with the world. Yeah, I think uh, I like it. I like it because it's not super gimmicky. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward, and it, it spells everything out. Uh, this is a winter ale, right? And it's it'll get you tuned up a little bit quicker than everything yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna warm up real quick. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking the approach on this. Yeah. Uh, good job, Southern Tier. Yeah. You finally got one. <laughs> <laughs> One, they don't need us patting them on the back. <laughs> yeah, <they're> Two, <laughs> that is completely wrong. <laughs> Two, I'm pretty sure at least one of us on the, <laughs> on the staff here is in love with a lot of their uh, stouts yeah. and such. Yeah, I uh, I may or may not have other Southern Tier beers in the fridge right now. Yeah, mm. I, I, all, I wouldn't because all mine would be gone. <laughs> ah, I like that. So what do you say we uh, finish up this beer, take a quick break? Yes. Come back for segment two. Yes, we can break. I must break you. Break. No, we did that joke last week. Did we? Yeah, we did. Man, where have I been? I don't know. All right. Get your head up your butt. I mean, that sounds about right. Ah, uh, snap. Break. Ah. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark. New Zealand. Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the U.S. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. Welcome back, Hop Nation. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, I'm taking voice lessons. Are you really? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was impressed. Absolutely not. (laughs) For, For your pure amateur, that was nice. Thank you. So you got that going for you. Thank you. I appreciate compliments. (laughs) (laughs) They make you feel good on the inside. Yes. All right. So I think think it's time you reward yourself. I'm going to. With what? (laughs) Another beer. (laughs) I'm going to reward myself with a new beer. And uh, as we're sticking with the snow and winter theme Mm -hmm. of this episode, as old man winter moves in, you can expect snow with that. Yes, And with snow... As the snow we've been getting, <laughs> you get an accumulation. Bullshit. <laughs> so our next beer is the New Belgium Accumulation. It seems appropriate. Yeah. It is a white India Pale Ale. A white IPA. Yes. Okay. So is that when I hear white, for me, that automatically goes to a wheat? Yeah, it's going to be brewed much more lighter. Okay. Like It's not necessarily a wheat beer as we define it. How right. Right. You know, it has to be 50%. Yeah. But I think you're going to find more of, you know, it's, it's along the lines of a wit or a wheat okay. with some of those kind of additions. Yeah, it's got those characteristics. Right. Okay. But it's still also an IPA. <laughs> so that's like half credit. Yeah. So what uh, what are our numbers? What are we working with here? So we're looking at a 6.2 ABV. Okay. And then 55 IBUs. Oh, all right. So it's even less than the old man winner by yeah. a whole two. Right. So again, I think I think another characteristic of white IPAs is that they're a little less, they're a little pulled back. <laughs> yeah, a little pulled back. Um, 
Yeah, it says it's brewed with flurries of mosaic and amarillo hops. Flurries of. So that suggests. Is <laughs> yeah, just traces. Just a little bit. Right, right. A little bit. Yeah. They just kind of sprinkle them by hand. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> so we'll pop this open and see what's up. I just imagine a hop fairy being employed. That's new yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of mosaic, a little bit of galaxy. <laughs> No galaxy. That'd be too much for this one. It's it has some fuggle. <laughs> On pour, it's uh, it's got that hazy to it. It is hazy. It, honestly, it when you poured it out at first, my my first thought was, oddly enough, shandy. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, it just reminded me. It looked like a shandy, a very light hazy straw. I mean, in 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 the days that are juicy, <laughs> right? Which are you know what it is now? Things, everything's juicy, so everything's gonna look like a shandy or a rattler. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but that's just the, that's just the the thought that popped into yeah. my mind was shandy. No, that's obviously not the case no, no. here. Uh, let's see the head. The head retention is eh, a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. It uh, it dissipated. Uh, from the pour, definitely. Yeah. The bubbles were a little more tightly packed than what we had on the uh, winter ale, mm -hmm. I would say. But, uh, yeah, you're not looking through the other side of the glass on this one. No, it's pretty much opaque. Mm -hmm. But it's a, uh, like a yellow straw. Yeah. Yeah. On the nose, there's a lot of hop. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. The opposite of what the winter, <laughs> <laughs> the old man winter was. So, I wonder what would happen if you mixed the two together. Experiments for home. Everybody. That's right. <laughs> Make yourself a brown and yellow? I guess. Yeah. A brown and yellow snow. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. No, no, no. From the accumulation in the old man winter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to say black and tan, but... That's obviously not the case. Yeah, that's yeah. not the... Yeah. Let's drink this beer. Yeah, let's drink this and see what's up. Now, that's refreshing. Adam, I, Adam may not agree. <laughs> I understand what you're saying in terms of refreshing. Yeah. Uh, it would be a lot more refreshing if it didn't have hops in it. Okay. I, I know what you mean. It's kind of got that bright taste to it. Yeah. But it's also accompanied by some, some hoppiness, which okay, yeah. in, in your world is a good thing. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It, it It's a really bright and refreshing beer, mm -hmm. which is kind of strange. I don't think it goes with this no, it's, <laughs> current it, weather cycle. No. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not an overly hoppy beer by any stretch of the imagination. No. Oh, well, for me, it's not at all. No, it's it, for me, it's really not either. Yeah. But I can tell that it's there. Yeah. And that's just my personal taste yeah but this is not an obnoxiously hoppy beer by any means no i think the nose is actually it, it a lot stronger yes the nose is a lot stronger than what the taste is the yes. taste is just very citrusy and yeah. floral yeah i i i think that the hop fairy did well yeah the, the hop fairy just <laughs> gave it the right amount of dusting <laughs> reggie we're gonna call him reggie reggie the hop fairy so yeah, he he did his job and he did it well. Uh, I'm I'm digging this. Are you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I can rank it against the last one yet. That's fair. That's fair. Because this is this is a complete swing in the opposite right. direction. Yeah, these are almost polar opposites. <laughs> yeah, we're, or or polar vortex uh, opposites. <laughs> there it is. Mm. Well, while we mull this one over, mm -hmm. we can move on to something else. Yes, let's. I ran into a movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me uh, let me re rephrase that. I, I didn't just run into a movie theater. <laughs> Listen up, assholes. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> I I found a film. Okay. All um, right. 
one of the things that may have been alluded to on previous episodes or you know may not be but you're going to learn now audience <laughs> is that i love shitty shitty movies yes yes you do <laughs> and amazon prime is an amazing amazing well <laughs> a, a resource yeah uh, embarrassment of riches is the term we use <laughs> a lot on this show and amazon prime is an embarrassment of riches when it comes to uh b-grade movies okay and even down to shitty shitty movies just filler yeah just really bad movies and then there are everything in between so they 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 get the hot dogs right of the movies right yeah, they get they get some really bad stuff on there, <laughs> but every now and then they get some buried gems. Okay, and I actually ran into a buried gem. Oh, all right, yeah. good. But I wanted to bring it up on the show because it actually has a craft beer, <laughs> uh, kind of relation to it. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'll just say right now the, the film is called Buzzard Hollow Beef. Buzzard Hollow Beef. Beef. Yes. Okay. Buzzard Hollow Beef. Uh, it was directed by Joshua Johnson and also written by him and Tara C. Hall. Okay. So, this is credits you got. Would it, would I have known them from anything? Absolutely else? not. Okay. This is a very B. Uh, this is a very B film. <laughs> and spoilers for going forward. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any intention of seeing the movie and you don't want to know what happens with it, uh, just turn it off now. <laughs> well, no, don't turn it off. Fast forward. Fast forward ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or or maybe just put the headphones down. Yeah. Go grab a snack. Right. And then come back. Yeah. Or search for segment three. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, you know, you Uh, do you. But uh, the film is essentially about a family coming together for Thanksgiving. And the family goes crazy (laughs) and (laughs) starts killing each other and killing people around them. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it's a horror film. (laughs) Okay, all right. Now, it has a bit of a switch to it. It has a plot twist to it. Okay. So the film is built around the premise that the family has been eating meat that was prepared by a local but- butcher. Okay. And the butcher has already come out with illusions that there might be some cannibalism. Oh. So the family thinks that they're eating possible human meat. Soil and green is purple. Is people. Mm-hmm. It's not purple, but it is well, people. Okay. <laughs> a little food coloring in yeah. there. It could be purple people. Um, and then there would be purple people eaters. Uh, yes. One of the things about eating people <laughs> that you may not know, Adam. Uh, probably not. Yeah. That's not really uh, my forte. <laughs> is that there? there's a disease associated with that that's very much like mad cow disease. Oh, all right. And it causes you to you know hallucinate and carry on. Um, and it's called Kuru. Kuru. Kuru, yeah. K-U-R-U. Kuru, okay. All right. Okay. Honestly, that kind of sounds like some sort of weird Japanese device. It sounds like... <laughs> A Roku, a yeah, Kuru. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Patent pending. Right. So that's the disease that these uh, that the family eventually thinks they're suffering from. Okay. The reality is that they have been drinking this craft beer the entire time. All right. Yes. And it's the craft beer that is actually infected with ergot. What the hell is ergot? Ergot is a fungus that grows on rye, wheat, and barley. So is this legitimate, or is this Hollywood this is, movie this magic? This is legitimate. Or this should legitimate. I say Fra- San Fernando Valley magic? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that I, it, I had to question it myself. Okay. Um, in the in the film, they bring up that ergot poisoning is also possibly associated with what caused the Salem witch trials. Oh, okay. So when you throw out all this stuff that it, A, causes hallucinations and violent <laughs> tendencies. That's going to pique your interest. Right. 
and it also is associated with Salem witch trials, I got to go on a deep dive <laughs> and like how much of this is BS and how much isn't. <laughs> Something tells me you were about to tell me uh, how much is BS and how much is real. Right. So I actually started looking into it okay. and ergot is the building block of LSD. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lysergic acid is was first isolated off of ergot. Okay. So ergot, the fungus, um, when it's ingested, it does have those hallucinogenic properties. Okay. But it also has the properties that cause uh, narrowing of the blood and uh, gangrenous. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Gang- gangrenous flesh and usually starts in the stomach. So is is ergot, is that in any way related to what is supposed to be caused by the wormwood in no, absence? No, absolutely not. Completely different. Yeah realm okay all right just making sure yeah okay completely different realm uh wormwood is a root and they're just saying that the root itself carries properties similar to what ayahuasca or ibogaine would be okay yeah but ergot is just a fungus and like i said it carries the the lysergic acid link that's what would cause people to hallucinate. You did go on a deep dive here. I did go on a deep dive because I, I wanted to know how real, like, <laughs> could you actually get this poisoning right. from, uh, you know, drinking craft That's beer. a legitimate concern. Yeah. Uh, I went further and found that there is uh, there is dispute about the Salem witch trials. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, it was 400-something right, years ago. Yeah. There's dispute whether or not that's true, um, but it wouldn't have been from craft beer. It would have just been from rye bread. Yeah. It uh, seems to be most of these outbreaks. Yeah, something tells me that the Puritans would not have been too keen on getting ripped. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're lo- you're looking at most of these outbreaks being from rye bread. Okay. And poorly treated rye bread. Uh, what I haven't found any cases of it happening within beer or craft beer. Except okay. for uh, there may there is evidence that the Vikings did it on purpose. Kind of do like a berserker. Yeah, to get to get that high, okay. like they knew it got them high. So there's like there's evidence of like bodies being found with, you know, ergot fungus in their gut. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> some wow. some of them did it on purpose wow. in their in their okay. Um, and then I found an article. There's a American Society of Brewing Chemists. Brewing chemists. Brewing chemists. Not just brewers, but brewing chemists. Yes, these are the smart smarts. <laughs> <laughs> You know, these aren't just guys in their garage. These are real smart people, and they put out, you know, a science journal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they actually uh, went through and tested the effects of malting ergot into a beer. How the hell did they do that? Well, they got they got infected wheat. <laughs> <laughs> they got infected, uh, you know, rye and wheat and barley. Okay. And they tested it, you know, various... Uh, they tested it at various points and various introduction ways. Okay. So, like, they tried it with steeping. They tried it with malting. Um, and they found that the temperature, because, you know, through boiling and such, uh, temperature will break down the ergot. Okay. Uh, but I can't tell you how safe it is. <laughs> like uh, no. The, no. So, the testing that they used was, uh, like, 0.1% of the wheat used or, you know, of the malts. Yeah. 0.1% of the malts used in the experiment uh-huh. was infected. That seems really low. Right. And so the outcome, they came up with uh, 10 nanograms per milliliter. Okay. Yeah. It is a safe level? Or that's... I don't, I don't think it is. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
they that's what they just came upon um there's no real uh specific safe level for ergot okay because if you have like kidney or liver problems mm-hmm. it can cling to your insides oh yeah okay. and so and so kind of the more you ingest the more it infects you okay well, well that makes sense yeah 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 it like it's not it's not like regular diseases where like you can just kind of battle it and pass it you know if you continue to ingest it you know yeah. like any kind of poisoning really right you know if you start getting heavy metal poisoning and you continue <laughs> <laughs> to ingest you know your copper mug that's <laughs> right you're gonna turn into flaking. Snyder. yeah yeah because so. it's heavy metal and <sighs> i just wanted to run past it but you know you had to stop <laughs> But yeah, everything I read about it, it, it seems it seems very possible. Okay. And so that's why I'm gonna call Buzzard Hollow Beef an anti-craft beer propaganda film. <laughs> and it's bullshit. <laughs> we gotta take them down. And they actually filmed scenes at uh, a, a nanobrewery or microbrewery in Olympia, Washington. Oh, all right. Uh, three magnets. Three magnets. Three magnets. Three magnets. How do they work? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, they work by selling themselves out to anti-craft beer propaganda. So. They're part of the dark side. <laughs> That's right. Can't believe they would agree to something like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but overall, I... I that's what I found out about it. I found it pretty interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So, but it seems like there there is a very low chance of having that happen. Right. There's with the boiling I, process. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you would be hard pressed to find. Um, you know, you would be hard pressed to find rye or wheat or barley to begin with that's infected. True. You know, there's a lot of standards that everything has to go through. Yes. So, so, yeah. Thank, thank you, FDA. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the one good thing the FDA does is that, you know, kind of helps save us from poisoning ourselves. Yeah. Um, but apparently it, it's more common if you are growing those kind of grains in, like, if there's a wet spring. Okay. And then, like, a damp summer. That, you know, of course that encourages fungal growth. Right. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. So you can look out for that if you're a farmer, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, is there any way to test it? Uh, well, you can kind of see it. Oh, all right. Yeah, it, it presents itself as dark purple fungus sprouts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to find. You can oh yeah, 86 it pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you almost have to try mm-hmm. to, to get this. There's yeah. too many steps right. that any reasonable brewery would take. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially nowadays. Yeah. I mean... Back in the back in the day, you know, right? <laughs> uh, I can understand people falling for poisoning for this when you don't have much choice. It's right. like either I eat this or I don't eat. <laughs> right, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but uh, that that just I, eat around it. That's what I found on my little science dig down. That uh, very cool. ergot, ergot poisoning is a real thing. If it somehow found its way into your craft beer, uh, you might go insane. <laughs> So, the bottom line is Amazon is anti-craft beer. Yes. Amazon Prime is anti-craft beer. Joshua Johnson is anti-craft <laughs> beer. Buzzard Hollow Beef is anti-craft beer. <laughs> actually, I'm pretty sure they're they're not. <laughs> right, right. I mean, why would they actually take the time to film at an actual craft brewery? <laughs> right. It just, it, it, it sounds like actually just a legitimately good story. Yeah. Yeah, no, it actually pretty, it is a good story. I do suggest anybody who is interested in the film to go watch it. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a good representation of a B film. Yes, it has some problems, but there's a lot of good in it too. And right. I enjoyed the twist 
in the, you know. Okay. I so did you know movie. any of that going into the movie? You're just like, oh, no. horror movie. I'll oh, check this out. Yeah, that's how I do it. I just pick movies out. Like, you look like a good hour and a half. <laughs> no, it doesn't even look, it looks good. It's just like, oh, here's a movie. <laughs> I was I was just pleasantly surprised by this one that it, <laughs> that it told a story that was interesting. And there's, a, there's some good uh, special effects that are like homages to other... Uh, other horror films in it. Okay. So I yeah I, th- I think it's worth watching. Gotcha. Um. Otherwise, yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise, you know, stop peddling this anti-craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Amazon Prime, you're better than this. Jerks. <laughs> so speaking of craft beer, mm-hmm. what do you say we uh, talk about this new Belgium accumulation? I'm pretty sure I already know what your take on this is going to be. Okay. I'm pretty sure you're uh, you're liking it. I am definitely enjoying this. It's, you know, like we already said at the top of the segment, it has that bright, just that very bright taste about it. Yes. It, this, this, if, if you are a, a hoppy type person mm-hmm. or somebody that doesn't abhor hops. Right. You don't even have to be a hop head, just somebody who doesn't abhor hops. Yeah. This, this seems like a very good beer to kind of try to pull you out of the doldrums. Yeah, I guess so. Ra- rather than just sort of accept it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just sort of okay, this is my life now. Yeah, this seems like the kind of beer to kind of pop you up, like on a bluebird day. Right. You know, it's yeah, it's twenty degrees outside, but the the sky is blue, the sun is out. This seems like a very good beer for that. Yeah, I, I would I would go along with that. I would also say this is probably a better transition beer, coming from February to March. Yeah. You know. Yeah, kind of kind of like a cold snap, like right. a Sam Adams cold snap. Yeah. Yeah, I I would one hundred percent buy that. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, it's it's almost springtime now, so I yeah. can have this bright beer to go along yep. with it. It gives you hope. This is a hope beer. <laughs> this is a beer of hope. <laughs> it's nice and yellow. It has <laughs> it has a bright flavor to it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, it looks bright. It tastes bright. Uh, the nose isn't terrible. No, it's not terrible, but it is definitely stronger than uh, the hop flavor that you yeah, get. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So all in all, yeah, I think this is a, a good February beer. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's uh, let's break again, and then we'll come back with segment three and see what we can sort out with that. I'm all right with that. All right, let's do it. Bye. Welcome back, Hop Nation, to the episode that is 43. That's all I got. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure how much further you're going to go. No, I don't got too much more. All right. <laughs> I am not a songwriter. I can tell. Nor am I a singer. Nor, I can tell. I mean, I guess it's a little better than if like, I was rapping us back. No, nope. <laughs> I, I would have cut you off too sweet. Okay, good, 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 good. Because you don't deserve that. I'm too white. <laughs> also true. Too white. Too white. Too white. Speaking of white, though, uh, there's a lot of snow on the ground. Yes, there is. Yes. We're, we're looking at beers that have to do with snow in winter. Yes. Yeah. So That's a good thing for January. Right. So the last beer we had was the accumulation, meaning snow has hit the ground and is building up. Yes. And if you try to go out in the snow, you're going to get lost in the static. Whoa! Because static is also another name for snow. It is. Yeah. It is. 
So our next beer is from the Duclaw Brewing Company. And it's called Lost in Static. That is exceedingly appropriate. Yeah, I think so. It's also a pun. <laughs> Guess what hasn't changed in 2018? We still do bad puns. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. I believe that's the height of comedy. Puns. I no, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't either, but if I say it enough, I might want Okay, be. if you convince enough people. <laughs> first things first, I have to convince myself. No, he is a good president. You have to believe that. Oh, good. No, nope, nope, nope. We're not getting into that conversation. Ha <laughs> ha. So, yes, the uh, Duke Law Brewing Lost in the Static is a 8.6% alcohol by volume. 8.6? Yes. So we're ending, ending the session with a big hitter. Yes, yeah, this is a double IPA. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the hops you're looking at are Citra. Okay. And Mosaic. Okay. And the Howler Tau. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm down with the Howler Tau. Yes. The Howler Tau Blanc, to be Blanc. more specific. Yes. Which also means white. So the one thing that I'm noticing, and this is a first for me. Okay. Is the Dewclaw beer. Yeah. Is in a can. Yes. Not only is it in a can, but it's in a big boy 16-ounce pounder. Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm, is that a, a shift that they are doing permanently, or is this sort of just an experiment? I'm curious. I don't expect you to have the answer. I think, like other breweries, they are moving more towards cans. They recently put out the Lawn Dart. Okay. Yeah. Which was, I believe that's a session IPA. In a can? Yeah. But they were in the just regular 12 ounces. Okay. Well, I mean, a session IPA, that makes sense. Yeah. I think think the loss in the static is specifically coming out in pint cans. I haven't haven't seen it in any other way, so. All right. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, this is the first Duclaw beer that I've seen in a can. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, okay. Well, there there are some more. (laughs) Okay. And I believe there's going to be more and (laughs) more. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with it. You've heard the tirade before. I'm not going to do it again. Yep, yep. Yeah, so let's pop this one open and see how it goes. Since this is a double IPA, what were the IBUs on this one? I didn't have that number for you. Oh, okay. You can look it up. I will look it up. You look it up while I pour. That sounds like a good idea. I have information for you. Okay. 60. 60? Okay. 60, yep. Additionally, according to Untapped, this beer is now out of production. Okay. I didn't know that. Neither did I. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's a recent development. Yeah, I guess. I didn't I didn't know it uh, yeah, went out of production. I just kind of found it. So, exclusive. <laughs> it's been can-conditioned. Ah. It's been conditioned. This has actually just been canned because it's no longer produced. <laughs> <laughs> so, on this one, uh, it has a very similar look to the accumulation. Yeah, it does. It's a bit darker. It's yes. A, more along the orange, uh, orange rind. Yeah, it's it's hazy, but it is not nearly as hazy as the accumulation was. I can actually see out the other side a little bit. Yeah, not nearly as hazy. Head, uh, head is minimal. Yeah, head's minimal. Bubbles are nice and tight. Yeah, a, yeah. a, a whitish head. Yeah, it was a, it was a little fluffy when first poured. So I'm yeah. down with that. Okay, I can smell the hops on that one. Yeah, I get them too. I'm getting a bit of a citrus nose off this. Yeah, it's not obnoxious. Okay. It's not an obnoxious hop. Okay. Hop nose, but it's there. Okay. It's there. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it obnoxious either. But well, so we're in agreement. <laughs> it's got. It's definitely got to push some limits to get there for me. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's because your tongue is broken. Ah, everything's broken on me. Aw. You don't have a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Yes. 
Ooh. Ooh, I like that one a lot. Oh, this is a damn hard episode now. <laughs> now you don't know what to do. No. I was expecting something to suck this week. <laughs> good problems? Yeah, good problems. Do you want my initial reaction or do you want me to hold off on this one? No, you go ahead and give your initial reaction. I'm enjoying this. I'm down with this one. This is a hard thing for me to say. Ah, uh, yes, we got another one. <laughs> I'm kind of digging it. Right? <laughs> I'm kind of digging this one. Okay, so again, this plays back into the theory I probably posed way early in the series. Uh-huh. That double IPAs are more your thing. Well, that that could be supported by the, the Dirt Wolf. That can be supported by the Dirt Wolf and what you said earlier this episode by the Bell's Two Hearted. Yeah. Two Hearted's a double IPA. There you go. Now we're on another double IPA here with the Lost and the Static. And so this one, I'm, I'm not going to put it on the list yet. That's fine. But I'm willing to make it a candidate yeah. to put it on the list. Okay. That's a big move. Yeah. Not many make it to that round. Yeah. So, there's a lot right there. <laughs> um. I'll say, though, that this is really good. It has just a really big fruitful flavor. Like, it's not even hard citrus. It's just kind of tropical in a yes. way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, it doesn't have, like, a harsh finish to it. It doesn't have, like, a bitter back end at all. It's just very smooth and easy drinking. To me, it kind of reminds me of the Tropicana by Heavy Seas, but turned up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely turned up, and and because it has that more booziness to it, and it right. has, uh, yeah, just a bit more flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, the Tropicana is a good uh, good comparison. Yep. I think that's 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 where I would, and that's not an insult to the Tropicana. No, uh, to me, that beer is for the style, pretty decent. Yeah, pretty decent. But this one, this one is turned up from that. Right. Well, I think also the Tropicana is a lighter beer. I think that one. If I had to guess, it's at yeah. most six six point five percent. Yeah, it's not a heavy hitter by any <laughs> no. stretch of the imagination. No, this is a this is a big sit down, yeah. enjoy your time beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that's also why it comes in a pint can. You, <laughs> you kind of only need like one, I think. Yeah, yeah. Your your evening may be set with just that one. Yeah, your evening could be set with one. You could really go. I mean, if you want to go with more, go ahead. I'm not. I'm, yep. I'm not your mom. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. You, this one sits down with uh, yeah, a good meal. Yeah. You're, you're good to go on this one. Yeah, I'm I like it. Kind of surprised. But that's okay. I'm willing to expand my horizons. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect, but Neither did I. Neither did I. And I'm glad it uh, I'm glad this one made it on the show. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy about this. Yep. It is time. Okay. It is time. We have to address the Pittsburgh elephant in the room. Yeah. We had a bad week, didn't we? We did have a bad week. Uh, we suck at sports. <laughs> except, I guess. For, except, except for hockey. For, except for hockey. Except for hockey. Right. But the, it, the one sport I do watch. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey's still good. All right, I don't care. So it's been it's been pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll just give you a quick list of things that have happened since the last episode. Number one, the Steelers lost to the Jaguars. The friggin' Jaguars. Like Bortles. Yeah. In the house. <laughs> so I read an interesting tidbit today. Yeah. Blake Bortles has as many playoff wins as Joe Namath. And Michael Vick. And Tony Romo. And Tony Romo. Yeah. Which, I don't know why they put Tony Romo in that. No, nobody <laughs> expects him to do anything. That was his thing. He always lost in the playoffs. Yeah, he loses in general. <laughs> no, like, actually, oh, Mr. Glass. <laughs> he is actually really good at commentary. Okay, yeah. 
He found his niche. Yeah, he found his niche. It's not playing <laughs> because he gets hurt. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's a little fragile boy. <laughs> I didn't know they made NFL players a lot of hummels. <laughs> I'm glad that he's doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's doing well. But to to bring it back, uh, they lost to the friggin' Jags. Yeah. A lo- bunch of Jags. A <laughs> bunch of Jags. So that was football. That's all that needs to be said on that. Well, that, well, that kicked off the bad week, really. That, yeah, it did. Uh, and then Garrett Cole, one of their ace pitchers on the Pirates, he's in Houston now. Right. That sucks. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Go on. Bye. He was shit, he was kind of shitting on the Steelers today when on his opening press conference. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, not the Steelers, the Pirates. Oh, okay. I don't know. They're all the same to me right now. They're all in the garbage heap. Everybody's in the garbage heap. Yes. Okay. Except for the pens. Except for the pens. So, Ga- so Garrett Cole is gone. Yeah. Kutch, the face of the franchise. Yeah. Gone. And now I'm going to say something controversial. That's fine. I'm going to take a hot take on this one. That's fine. I'm glad he's gone. I because the same way you like that Tony Romo has found success in commentary. Yeah. I hope that Kutch actually finds. Uh, a you know a, a title win out there. For you know him. what I do too. He deserves yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. He's been carrying this yes. <laughs> lump of crap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he deserves success. Yeah, he's been, he's been the one good player on the bad news bears. <laughs> right, right. I you know what I I as weird as it is for me to say, I may or may not be rooting for the Giants this year. I he got mm-hmm. shipped to to San Francisco. I would have zero problem if they won the World Series this year. Similar colors, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, you just you know turn the yellow down to orange. Right. Same thing. Similar colors. Parks also you know on the river. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So yeah. yeah. Same thing. Well, yeah. it's on a bay. Well, on a but bay. On water. Right. 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 Yeah, it's on water. Yeah, he can still hit homers into the water. You can That's watch fine. the game from a kayak. Right. That's the key. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, not not too much has changed. <laughs> no, uh, offensive coordinator Todd Haley of the Steelers gone. Gone. Found that out. Tomlinson's on the Tomlin. What Tom, is, no, what's his thinking, name? Tomlin. Tomlin. You're thinking of Ladainian Tomlinson. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a running back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, he used to play for the Chargers. I'm mixing up my names. <laughs> but yeah, Tomlin's on. He's on, on the, the outs. Seat. He's yeah. on the outs. Todd Haley's gone, uh, and I found out today. I don't know how long this news has been out there, uh-huh. uh, but the lingerie football league mm. folded. Did we have one of those we teams? We did. Damn. So we lost a sports team in Pittsburgh this mm. year. Well, that's, that's a damn shame. Well, I think anything that isn't Steelers kind of folds because we also lost the Pittsburgh Power a couple years ago. We lost the, we <laughs> lost the Power. Uh, there was. Did you know that we had an indoor tennis team here? No. The Triangles? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't be, don't be ridiculous. I, look it up. Nah. They might have been the Golden Triangles. Nah. Yeah, it had something to do with triangles. That's all right. Weird. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, I believe I read that Jay Hay was asking to be traded. I don't blame him one bit. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Go so, anywhere else. Yeah. So all that wrapped up, that's a pretty good week for bad sports in Pittsburgh. Yes, yes. The only saving grace has been the Pens. And before, Pens are still good. <laughs> and before last week, they weren't that great to begin with. Yeah, they're so right. they're turning it on at the right time of year. Yeah. Which, right. which is good. So... They get discounted. Okay. We're going to put them off to the side. You're still doing good. Nonetheless, we've had a bad week in sports, I guess. Yes. 
how would you go about rectifying this bad <laughs> We need the drink. We need the drink. We okay. need the drink. So I that think that sounds like a very Pittsburgh answer. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just drink until it solves itself. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> come springtime, it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so it is time to drink. So that is a perfect opportunity for us to give Pittsburgh a beer to forget. A beerify it. Yes. So we are here to beerify it. Okay. And we are creating a beer to forget. And one day I'll create production for <laughs> the beerify it segment, which comes back a lot. So the first thing we need to decide is what style of beer are we going to go with? I'm also just going to add on that part of forgetting is not just forgetting the bad sports week, but also forgetting that we're in the middle of a shitty snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think styles that are... Good for that. Yes. Are perhaps barley wines, stouts. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say porters because I feel like those would be lesser. I know what you mean. You know? I know what you mean. Porters you should generally think of between as 5 and 7%. Yeah. And that's not going to help you forget. No, it is not. <laughs> we got to turn up the wick. Yeah. So I'm thinking it comes down to either a stout or a barley wine. Okay. I'm thinking stout. Okay. I'm thinking stout simply because... It just makes more sense in the city of Pittsburgh. If you're, yeah. try, if you're trying to give somebody a beer, you're like, well, do you want a stout or a barley wine? Yeah. Some yinzer is going to be like, stout. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't I, know what a barley wine is. What is that, wine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is that, Franzia? <laughs> hey, yins, guys, he's trying to give me a Franzia over here. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go with a stout. Yes. And with that, I know exactly where your mind is going. we got to go big. Oh, absolutely. We got to go big. Yeah, you got to you you have to crest like 11%. Yes, I think that's a good starting point. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, so it's got to be a big stout that just has to punch you in the mouth so you can't feel feelings anymore. Yeah. Can't feel f- feelings, can't think thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully stay off the hotline to Mark Madden. Yeah, oh jeez. I don't think they should have did what they did with the thing and I don't care cuz this is the same thing and I'm the same caller for 15 seconds. <laughs> It is so much more enjoyable listening to Mark Madden if you assume he's just a wrestling heel. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to listen oh, yeah. to. Him. No, if you if you listen to Mark Madden, he absolutely is playing. He's working the audience. Oh, absolutely. He's working and the audience so as a heel. So much fun to watch some rube yeah. fall into his trap. Yeah. and struggle. And that's all it is. I mean, I, I still don't like it <laughs> because I feel like I can spend my time better. <laughs> no, you absolutely could, but it helps you understand. Oh, yeah. No, it totally... It, and it helps the entertainment factor. Yeah. It definitely puts context to the show. Yes. And I can listen to it for a little bit, but I just... You're, yeah, you don't want to spend the afternoon listening to it because eventually yeah. you'll just get mad at the world. Yeah, but Mark Madden is carny as hell. <laughs> oh, he totally is. He totally not, is. Not corny, carny. Carny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do we set this apart from other stouts other than it being 11%? So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we kind of have to we have to uh, pay homage, I think might be the best way of putting it, of all the shitty events that have happened in the last week. Okay. So I'm going to start with Garrett Cole. All right. Garrett Cole went to Houston. Yeah. Which is the home of the Houston Astros. Uh-huh. So I think... We have to at least, we, we might have to talk to Reggie, the Hop Fairy. Reggie the Hop Fairy. Reggie the Hop Fairy. And we might have to sprinkle in a little bit of Galaxy Hops in there. Okay. To represent the Astros. Astro, yeah. Astronomical. Yeah. I get it. Yep. Yeah. So I Are think, they called the Houston Astronomicals? Not, no. Zero percent. Zero percent. No, I'm pretty sure that the Astros is an homage to the uh, space program. For the Dallas Stars? No, Dallas Stars came from Minnesota. It's yeah. all star stuff down there, isn't it? It is, but... 
You do realize that the Dallas Stars came from Minnesota and they were the Minnesota North Stars, right? No. And then they moved to Dallas and then Minnesota got the wild and they haven't done shit since. Okay. Yeah. So, Galaxy Hops. All right, that works. That works for that. Yeah. You you can get deeper if you want into, you know, all the Pirates BS. <laughs> it's uh, all BS because it's, it's, all, it's all BS. I think, maybe, to represent the Pirates in general, yeah. you should age this in a rum barrel. I like that. I like you know, that. Yeah. Or or just like on rum soak chips, however you want yeah. to do this. So and and, and I, I will uh, put this a little bit further. Okay. Right after you take anything that was good in that barrel, mm-hmm. you set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> because now that anything that was good has been shipped off. Yeah. It's just a dumpster fire. Fair enough. So let's just light that bitch on fire. I got another way to help represent that. Okay. Um, so we have Bob Nutting. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of punchable faces in the world, uh, but within Pittsburgh, he probably has the most punchable. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very um, much so. Among the among the Yenzers, he's a punchable face. So I, I think we should take the time to represent Bob Nutting. <laughs> okay. All right. And like in effigy. Well, <laughs> not burning an eff. <laughs> Not burning an effigy, but I was going to suggest that you, uh, in your secondary, okay, just take a cheesecloth, okay, and put two walnuts in the cheesecloth, <laughs> and allow two nuttings to bob. Ah, I like it. I like it. So we got to get the Steelers involved here. All right. So how do we get the Steelers that lost to the friggin' Jags? I mean, being that it looks like everybody's going to get fired. <laughs> everybody's going to be fired. Yeah. How how do we represent fire? <laughs> you know what? What? You smoke the beer. Ah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. A uh, smoked porter makes, or a smoked stout makes smoked perfect stout. sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah smoked stout. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, That's how you represent it. You're going to find some wood chips, set them on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, by the way, the secondary got smoked. The defensive line got smoked. Yeah. Everybody got smoked. Everybody's getting fired. Yeah. So that's how you put your Steelers I like in. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. All right. And we have to somehow, we have to represent the, the loss of the Lingerie Football League. Hmm. This I'm not quite sure. My only thought is we serve it in two cups. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Jokes on jokes on jokes. Jokes on jokes on jokes. All right. To be served in two cuffs. There you go. We get, it, should we throw Kutch in there as his own? Because to me, that is the biggest story of the week. Yeah. Uh, we we got to represent him. And here's the thing. I like Kutch. I do, He's too. He's a good baseball player. Yeah. He's been good to the city. Yeah. So I don't want to insult him. How 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 best send Kutch off? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. He's just thanks, Kutch. <laughs> you just—that—that's just the name of the beer. It's called Thanks, Kutch. You know what? I'm good with that. Yeah, that's what it is. That's the name of it. Thanks, Kutch. Thanks, Kutch. That's all. Yeah. No, that's perfect. That's the yeah. perfect send-off because it, there's no insult, there's no insinuation. That's no. just pure and simple. No. Just, thanks, Kutch. Thanks, Kutch. Yeah. So that's that's the name of the beer. The Thanks, Kutch, an 11% smoked stout aged in rum barrels <laughs> with two nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Bobbing in the secondary. Served in two cups. I think we got ourselves a good beer. I'm all right with that. I'm a, I'll, I'll have to post up the recipe later in the week. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a good beer. So I'm down with that. Yeah. But you know what else is a good beer? What's that? The one we're drinking right it now. It really is. Yeah. I, I like it. 
It's honestly, it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> so frustrating. It's fr- and you might be right on that double IPA stuff. I really think I am. You might be onto something. Yeah, I think something about when because you don't like that big hoppiness. I do not. But when you double up those malt, you know, it catches everything up. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So and like it catches everything up, but again, and I think this is true for the Lost and Static, the Bell's Too Hearted, and um, the Dirt Wolf. Mm-hmm. The the maltiness never overtakes correct like there's not a lot of maltiness in this beer right this is a very balanced beer it's just a big beer yeah it's a big balanced beer and it's excellent yeah no i'm digging it i think that's our cue to go to the podium yes we can go to the podium now and with that i will hand that over to you okay strangely enough i I thought we were going to have a bad beer this week (laughs) i was hoping we're gonna have a bad beer we didn't so now things are hard Mm -hmm. um but i'm going to go Bronze, I'm going to give to the New Belgium Accumulation. Okay. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I just think it doesn't fit the season. <laughs> That's the only negative is. <laughs> Which is kind of weird because it probably has the most appropriate name. Yeah, yeah. It has the most appropriate name, but yeah. it, it just doesn't, uh, I don't know. It's too bright and it's too happy. I'm it, not that. If it was called like the Snow Melt or something like that. Okay, yeah. That would make perfect sense because, like we said in segment two, this is a very bright beer. Yeah, it's a very bright beer. If it's called the snow melt or, like, the yellow snow or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, that wouldn't probably pass the marketing team. I'm pretty sure there's a yellow snow out I mean, there there's somewhere. A, there's a brown note, so yeah. game on, yeah, I guess. We can't, yeah, it's just on a personal level, as a person who spends a lot of time in the dark listening to black metal... <laughs> Especially in the wintertime. So that is that is your, your yin to your yang. Yeah. I, I just had to find a reason, and that's the reason. It's too, it's too bright and happy to incorporate into my winter life. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, silver, I'm going to put the old man winter. I think that is just a good representation of what a winter ale is. Yeah. I still am not convinced on what the spices are in there, if there are any. It might have just been the hops that True. were giving me that kind of spicy... Uh, you know, flavor. But, you know, it's just a really good representation of a winter ale. You can sit down with it. You can curl up by a fire. You can read a book. That's what it is. It's an indoor It's an indoor person's yeah. beer. <laughs> <laughs> and really, that's not an insult. No, it's just that's what it is. It's an indoor person's beer. And in gold, I'm going to put the Dewclaw Lost in the Static. That uh, it's, it's not a beer necessarily brewed for the season or anything. No, no, it's just a good yeah, beer. I just picked it out because of the pun. <laughs> and, <laughs> Worth it. And it's a really good beer, and it's a really big beer, and it's full of flavor. It's got such a good, like, it has that juiciness without being a quote-unquote juicy, you know, IPA. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's juicy without following the trend of looking like orange juice. <laughs> But it's really tasty, and I just like it a lot. Yeah. That, that's that's what I got. I, I I suggest anybody who anybody go try this beer. Obviously, Adam has found some goodness in it. So yes, yes that says a lot right there. And now that it's out of production, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> the hunt is on. <laughs> Adam, how do you feel? Well, you're going to be kind of surprised by this. Okay. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I would, and even to the point of saying that there were no bad beers in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that did make things a little more difficult. The accumulation, good beer. Yeah. Uh, it just it it wasn't able to to quite overcome the old man winter or the lost in the static. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
on its own, pretty decent beer. Yeah, no. Pretty decent beer. I would have zero problem having that in the beer fridge. Uh, the Old Man Winter, like you said, uh, that that is for the doldrums of a dark winter day. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is exactly what it is made for, and I think it works perfectly for that situation. Yep. Uh, however, it, and this may be a bit of a monumental moment on the show, but I am putting an IPA on the gold medal position. I mm, I cannot think if you've done that before. I do not think you have. I may have done it one other time. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, yeah. if you did it one other time, it was with the habanero sculpin. That might be correct. If I had to guess. Yeah. I wish we had, like, nerdy listeners that would, like, make spreadsheets and everything. <laughs> and just, like, an average rating and everything? Yeah. Spread, spreadsheets of ratings of, like, who put gold when. Yeah. yeah. Hint, 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 hint. We would Somebody love to get see on that. this. Yeah, come on. We need super fans. <laughs> but no, this, this Lost in the Static by Duclaw, it's just a really good beer. It really is. And, and if you didn't tell me it was a double IPA, I... I wouldn't have noticed, mm-hmm. and I mean that as a compliment because it is very balanced. Yeah, it's but it's still a it, it is balanced as a big beer. Yeah, and that that is pretty pretty admirable to be able to pull something like that off. So bottom line, that's a really good beer. Yeah, it really is, and it doesn't have to be <laughs> winter. It doesn't have to be summer. You could drink this anytime. Yeah, I think I think because it's so balanced. It goes for any season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's just a big beer that you would want to have with dinner. Yeah. Yeah. It's just good. Yeah. Just bottom line, good. That's it. So congratulations, Duclaw. You have added another IPA to the list. Wow. I think we're up to five. Again, super fans, you need to get on figuring out what IPAs Adam likes. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a short list. Yeah, exactly. But somebody needs to keep track of it. Yeah. I'm not keeping track. I'm not keeping track either. <laughs> but, you know, I think this is four that I know of for sure. Yes. The Dirt Wolf. Yes. This one. Yep. The Bell's Too Hearted. And the Habanero Sculpt. You said you like that one because you didn't taste any hops at all. In that one. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. The, the, the Habanero overtook it. Yeah. There was one other one. I'm sure there is. Hey, but that was a homebrew. Okay. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the one that actually won a whole bunch of prizes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that got that also was a double IPA too. I know. So that might be the trend here. Yeah. So there you go. So, double IPA or make it so hot that it Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Don't taste hops. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, hops. You're small potatoes. <laughs> I believe it is time for the plugs. For plugging. All right, then. So if you're trying to find us on the social mediators as they are, you can search Hop Nation USA on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you'll find us on there. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, then you can find us on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and Google Music Play. And if you want to go to the website for exclusive content that you're not going to find elsewhere, then you just go to hopnationusa.com. Adam will be posting the uh, the, the, the Thanks Cutch thanks recipe. Cutch. The yeah. Thanks Cutch recipe. And I'll yeah. be posting a full review of Buzzard Hollow Beef this week. So be I'm, on the lookout I'm, for both of those. I'm really curious to see that review. I truly yeah. am. I truly am. <laughs> yes. Well, if you've read my other movie reviews and such on there, then <laughs> you can guarantee that it's half serious. <laughs> 
Uh, you've already heard that I just suggest the movie, but uh, you can read the full takedown. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Later this week. All right. Good oh, episode, man. I think so. Good episode. Good beers. Oh, I mean, it's a good episode because it's a five-star episode. It is a five-star episode. You know how we know that? Because everybody who goes on iTunes rates it a five-star episode. That's right. And you should, too. (laughs) (laughs) Be part of the crowd. The right crowd. Be part of the right crowd. Five stars. (laughs) Well, that'll about do it for us this week. And I'd like to thank Adam for joining us this week. Uh, Wait, joining you? Yeah. (laughs) I'm always here. I know, but I mean, you know, thanks for coming. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned for next episode. We may or may not have a special guest host. Oh, tease, tease, tease. I'll give you a hint. It's not Ray Liotta. I'll give you another hint. It's not Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be a guest host when he comes back. I know. I'm going to put that label on him. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's not him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Hop Nation. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.